get ready for this week's Author Platform Bootcamp, helping you to get your book seen online and leap right over those technical hurdles. You can check out the show notes for this week's podcast to get all of the information that you need. But now, here's today's tip. Hello and welcome to Author Platform Bootcamp, which is for the second time looking at using Twitter to grow your author platform. This episode is dated Wednesday the 30th of November 2016. Now, thriller author Ian Sutherland is currently beta testing a new service for authors called Author Platform Sidekick, where he's going to nurture author platforms by focusing on growing Twitter followers and email subscribers. The site is based at authorplatformsidekick.com, and I am one of Ian's beta testers. He's been building up a Twitter account for me at Secret Bunker Fan on Twitter, and we're now well into month three of the project. Well, I'm delighted to report that I've added over 155 new subscribers to my email marketing list without me having to even lift a finger. So that's always great news. When I caught up with Ian for an update on the project, I asked him how things are going. So the results have been very interesting and relatively consistent. Um, so we've been running this now, I think, nearly, yeah, nearly, nearly three months, uh, just short. And I added it up the other day and did a bit of an update. And across, there's now 12 authors in the um, uh, in the beta program. I, I had two more, um, you know, cajole me to, to get in. But uh, but across the 12 authors, two of which started a good month to six weeks in, um, across them all in total, they've now increased their following by 42,000 new followers. So that's not bad going. That's not bad going at all. So you can divide that by 12, and uh, you can see that's just you know well over um, 3,000 each in that time period. Um, so it's pretty good. It's working very, very well. Um, I did a, a kind of analysis of the because as you know in the in the beta with the with the 12 authors, I've got people from different genres and areas of the industry deliberately so that I can hopefully understand or prove that we can position this for anyone. And, uh, you know, you're on there. You're actually at the top of the list. <laughs> was, that, was that me? Yeah. I'm getting all competitive about this. You know, I was looking at your list that you sent us the other day, thinking, is that me with the most followers? Yeah, well, because there's two thriller authors in here, so you could have been either of them. But just for the, re- for the record, <laughs> you are the uh, uh, top of the list. And yes. in, in the last month, your average uh, over the last month has been um, 1,714 uh, new followers. Um, so you're at the top of the list, but the range, uh, the lowest on the list, which is actually a romance author, which has really surprised me, um, because you know we're all told in the indie world that the the romance is the the hot genre and everything. And I'm 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 wondering now whether maybe the hashtags we're using and and and, and other factors make it a busy place so maybe it's hard to stand out anyway the romance author who's at the bottom of the list um has only achieved 974 new followers so you know that's uh i mean when i say only for for a lot of people that's a, that's, a, that's a lot um but uh that's the lowest amount so what i what it's done for me is it's proven that the techniques work across every genre um and it, i i think i can probably optimize that and Get get that romance author up above a thousand a month, and that's that's kind of a nice uh, number to be. Certainly, when I launch and, and go public with this and go to market, if I can be committing to get um, each new author a thousand new followers a month, I think um, uh, it'll be very uh, very a very attractive service. 
Let me give you some context here because I've got two Twitter accounts. I've got Paul Teague at Paul Teague UK, which is the one I've had for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And then I've got the one that I built for you. And I think you had, you, I had about 300 followers, I think, on it yeah. or something when I gave it to you. So I've now got 5,160 on the account that I gave to you, which has been, frankly, active really for the time that you've had it. I did, I've done nothing with it really. And then the account that I've had since 2009, which I, I do build in a very different way, that has 4,109 followers. So in the, in the three months that you've had it, you've, you've exceeded what I had on the account that I've been lovingly nurturing you know a, a very slow rate which is frankly what most people do isn't it that's that's most people's experience it is it absolutely is and and you know there's nothing wrong with what you've been doing with your other account and you know there's an argument of course around the quality of the following okay so you know it would be interesting experiment for you as so as you want to do something that you really want to track the impact maybe use a a trackable bit link or something and you really want to see um how many people click through it will be interesting for you to to send it out on both accounts now that there there's not that much in between them and see which one gives you the better click-through rates that would be an interesting experiment actually so the one that you've lovingly nurtured over time i would expect to have a a better quality of following um but i bet you it's not too different <laughs> well I, that's really interesting you know I, I am going to do that then you're right because they're pretty well as, as good as level um because um, i do track links and i am going to do that now I'll, I'll admit something with the account that you've done i have not even touched it in three months right so i, I haven't gone in to answer anybody or anything i've just let it sit there on automatic uh, with the view that i'll let you build me a nice little audience up sit, see where we get to and then i'll nurture it and, uh, and sort of you know that and explains care something because um I obviously i see some of the um activity on that i'm not obviously answering your tweets e either so there's obviously a lot of people that you've given a free book to who've um who've sent you in fact here's one here right in in the last hour someone called veracity williams has um thanked you for your free book and she says i look forward to the read hashtag book nerd um and um uh i'm gonna chastise you now paul you need to be replying to these people <laughs> 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 so uh um you know i as a minimum you, you should when you get that kind of mention i would i would recommend that you sort of look look in on a sort of every day or two and at least reply to those people but obviously she's still getting an email from you she's probably then going into your autoresponder sequence so she's getting you know lots of tlc and care anyway but uh uh, I, I I I don't as much as I do all this stuff with automation and and so on. I, I still believe in the personal touch. Well, I absolutely do, and and on my main account, it gets the full personal touch. Nothing goes unnoticed <laughs> and unchecked. But I'll be honest with you, um, there's so much activity on this account. I can't keep up with it. You know, there's so much going on on it. Um, I almost can't keep up with it because um, there's so many new followers all the time. Yeah, uh, that is the downside, and so the way I handle that from on my own accounts is I, I focus very much down to when someone talks to me through a mention tweet, they do a reply, and that's a conversation then, and I, I make a point of uh, checking in on those so that I'm I'm not leaving you know conversations hanging, 
and uh, and that way it becomes a bit more personal and so for me that's where i it doesn't take it only takes a few minutes a day to do that um and so yes the automation takes care of everything else yes you you you're doing you're putting out lots of content you're putting out lots of tweets you're retweeting others you're doing lots of really value-added things and lots of people are going to come back and say thank you and i i just feel that's an opportunity to engage so i'm a big believer in 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 uh, making a point of doing that so that it isn't all bots talking to bots Well, yes, it's interesting that you say that because sometimes it is, isn't it? It's like I auto-tweet them, they auto-tweet me back and uh, there's no real people in there. But uh, it's interesting that you've pointed out there are some real people in there I do, I do need to be talking to. Absolutely. My favourite trick is when someone uh, replies to me because they've worked out it's some kind of automated tweet, um, they'll, they'll repli- a couple of times they'll reply saying, um, c- commenting on the fact that it's a, a bot or, a, or an automated tweet. And then I, I, I've replied pretending to... <laughs> Uh, as if I'm the bot again, <laughs> and then and then obviously come clean. So it, it just it just uh, adds a bit of humour into the day. That's how I obviously get through the day. <laughs> the the thing I'm most delighted with in this is the fact that I've built 155 new subscribers, and I haven't had to lift a finger to do it. Now um, I think we mentioned this the last time that we spoke. I've added an extra level of automation to it. So I, and I, I, it's so long ago that we set it up. I can't even really remember what I did now. But I, I I've somehow got the um, the new subscribers. They're going into. Oh, I know what I'm doing. Are you using Zapier? I'm using Zapier. I, get, I can't remember what I'm doing with Zapier. So what you're doing, because it's actually, I tell everyone to do this. So all, all 12 people are doing exactly this, okay? So what I do is I collect the um, email subscribers via the service, and then uh, I then um, collect them in this sort of master email management system I'm using, and I then, using automation, pop them into a Google spreadsheet and then uh, you and the other 11 uh, beta testers are all picking those up um, in real time using Zapier, which is a really nice little tool. And it, all it does is it monitors that spreadsheet. And every time there's a new, um, a new email address added into the spreadsheet, it takes it and pops it into your own um, uh, email system. You use GetResponse, I think. Others use MailChimp and so on. And so um, it pops it in there. And then your uh, autoresponder sequence takes over, presents your first email which is obviously the one giving them the free book and then they're in your um, they're in your system from then on I really really like that now um, I've been doing some experiments with Twitter advertising and I cannot get Twitter advertising to work for me at any kind of a price uh, it's costing me a fortune to, to get leads now I'm not doing it for fiction I've been using it for non-fiction I'm really struggling with it and I went through Mark Dawson's training again to work out what I'm doing wrong and I, I can't make it work for me just yet so by comparison, what you've done for me um, for 155 new subscribers is fantastic. And I also know that there are many people starting out. I mean, you know, like you, I've got Facebook bits going all over the place and I can build a list quite quickly using Facebook uh, lead ads. Um, but 155 is not to be sneezed at. That's a good number no, uh, coming it, in for free. It's nice. And there's, a, there's an interesting range um, that I'm getting in on this. And this one really, it really does come down to the quality of the offer and how personable the tweets are that go out to make the offer. And that's what I'm narrowing down on as the, um, uh, as that influences the take-up rate. You know, because as we've seen, the, the, the range on the, on the number of followers, okay, yes, it's between 900 and, um, and 1,700 per month, um, but, the, but the range on the, on the take-ups on email subscribers is really quite different. Um, I've got 
Um, the lowest is 37 per month. And it's not the romance author, it's someone else. And the highest is 170 per month. Okay, but that, wow. which is really impressive. That's per month, right? Um, yeah. Using this technique. And if I, when I compare the two and, and what's going on in between, if I look at the quality of the offer, and by that I mean the, 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 the graphic used in the lead gen card um, is really professional, really looks good, and it's very eye catching. Um, the way the text, the the tweet text has been composed is very personable, um, and it just because all I'm doing is you know when I set it up for someone, I'm using all my skills to to build this and auto, and put all these systems in place. But I still ask each author to provide me with the graphic, to provide me with the content of the the, the lead gen card, the content of the tweets that go out. I, I don't want to be writing that for people because it's, it's, it's not for, I'm a thriller author and I'm, I can't necessarily help a, a romance author or a sci-fi author. So um, I get the authors to, to, when they're on board to give me all that information and it's interesting and I think that's what's really the factor here in the range of the, um, of the email subscribers. That said, if you take off the outliers, the average is 50 a month and I think um, 50 a month is a, or 53 is the actual number. Um, I think 53 new subscribers a month, you know, for most authors is, you know, certainly uh, starting out isn't bad. Um, and, you know, I haven't priced it all up yet, but when I do launch it and it's, you know, as a, as a, as a fully paid service, um, I'll be pricing it based on how much you, you know, you would pay in Facebook ads typically to get per subscriber, I'll probably price it at half that. And I think that will be a fair way of, of doing it. The downside of the system is there's not a lot of swing. You know, it, it'll give you quite consistently give you 50 subscribers a month. But if you wanted to say, Ian, let me double that by doing more, you can't. You know, it's absolutely based on Twitter's limits of how many people you can follow in a day and how many people you can unfollow and therefore how many people receive the lead gen card and so on. So, it, you know, it does max out at that level. So you can't just increase your ad spend like you do on Facebook. But it's a very nice, consistent 50 subscribers a month for most people, I think. To put that into context here, when I started internet marketing for probably about 2008, 2009, and I knew absolutely nothing about building an email marketing list other than that I kind of probably needed to do it. It took me a year to build a list of 25 people. Um, you know, social media was not big in those days, things like that. It was quite a struggle. But just to put that in context, if you know nothing and you're coming to this with no, not, no prior knowledge, it is a slow, hard process and actually you shed a tear every time somebody unsubscribes when you're hanging on to that few subscribers so i think you know 50 coming in a month over a year that's 500 you know i was very excited when you've got 500 you can do something with that absolutely so yeah so within a year um you've got a decent amount of subscribers through this route and if you're then supplementing it with um subscribers that come in through your website subscribers that come in through links at the back of your book if you do turn on facebook uh, lead gen ads and you got those you know i think as a, as a as one of the strategies an author can use it can be it can it can provide a, a significant number of subscribers in in over a decent period of time is there anything about the test that you're doing that's disappointed you or surprised you so far i actually thought the email subscriber growth would be higher on average but the only thing i had to go on was my own experience up until now um because when i've done it for myself i've got more but then i probably spent a lot more time optimizing it that said, the other author who's getting 170 per month is is way beyond even what I'm doing for myself. <laughs> so, so, uh, so I get to learn things. So I think the email subscriber 
growth is the area that I want to work on the most. And I have come up with a master plan to, to, to make the service even more valuable when I launch it. And that that is to, um, so what I'm going to do, or in fact, I've already put the foundation in. So what I'm doing is when someone subscribes to, um, let's take your example, Paul. So when someone uh, sees your lead gen tweet, they subscribe to get your book. The first thing they see is an email from uh, booksomniac.com, which is the the reader side of the service that I'm. Uh, the, that's the brand I'm going to be building for the reader side of the service. They see an email from there, which is your opt-in confirmation, and it's is booksomniac on behalf of Paul Teague. So I'm deliberately putting the the, the booksomniac piece first and foremost, so that you know people know it's something that you're using to, to to find these new readers and then as long as they confirm their subscription then the email address flows through um, the Google spreadsheet and into your system and they get their um, automated email from you um, immediately okay so that's great but then what I also do is I then drop them one email the following day from the book Somniac saying okay yesterday you got your um, your free book from Paul uh, would you like to um, be made offers from other authors in the future um, via Booksomniac? And they have to click to say yes, so they have to self-select. And if they self-select, then they get added to the, the uh, currently the waiting list because I'm still in beta, so I haven't got it launched. But they're self-selecting. And what that's doing is that's slowly building a very nice um, uh, reader database that I'll be able to then um share so other authors that come on board onto this over time will be able to um promote their books to these other people because they've self-selected um to receive other offers over time and i, I haven't quite thought through how i'm going to do that i'm thinking of thriller thursdays and romance wednesdays and those kind of things I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out later but what i'm keen on is you know we go through a lot of effort either individually or through services like this to capture an email address. And I want to make sure that um, we can we can all benefit for those readers that are interested in, in receiving more offers. And those that aren't, then they're deleted from the database uh, within a few days. And, and um, that's fine. What kind of feedback have you had from the authors who are actually using the service? And how easy have they found it to use? They're, they're all a bit like you, actually. They've all kind of... They're all in awe of how much it's doing for them, which is great. Um, in terms of engagement, I'm not—I've got no one telling me that they've suddenly become a bestseller when they weren't before. I don't—I don't—I don't. It's not really about that. Um, so they're all in awe of how it's absolutely firing up their their Twitter um, engagement. Uh, they're loving the. For some, I, and I picked. I deliberately picked authors, some of which are more well-known, and I'm, I'm not saying the names on here because it's not how I've done it. So, um, And I've deliberately picked some that where they, they're not well-known and they only had a few hundred followers, if that, to begin with. And so I've got everything. So I've got a sci-fi author who started with just a few hundred uh, or maybe a thousand or so. But, he, you know, he believes that we've doubled his sales, <laughs> okay? Wow. But his sales, you know, are modest, um, in his words. So, but that's great. I mean, it's nice to have had that feedback. Um, I've got others who are who can't believe the amount of new email subscribers. That's new for them. So um, that's really valuable. There's a couple of, couple of authors who've never even given away books before 
and this has prompted them to do that. So it's introduced them to a whole new world of uh, of um, getting people onto lists. So it's been great, and but for most, for nearly everybody, I mean, you, you're, uh, I would say, more technically. Uh, minded than than the most authors you know you like myself in, in that respect but most people aren't and so for someone to be setting this kind of thing up on their behalf that's you know that's the piece they really appreciated because it's it's something they wouldn't have been able to do themselves so they they really like that but overall they've also enjoyed the fact they haven't had to do much um it really is something that's just happening quietly in the background it's on for, for, from their perspective it's set and forget um, and uh, uh, some of them are engaging and, and others like yourself haven't got around to that yet. <laughs> One of the, you, you send us these lovely uh, detailed emails telling us how the test is going and one of the things that I found very interesting in your last email, I've got it in front of me here, when you were comparing liking versus retweeting, which is something I would never have even thought to compare, but um, your findings are interesting. Can you just talk us through that? Yeah, I, I so there's... So the way the service works is um, each of the authors gives me um, a series of hashtags and I'll, or I'll present them some ideas as well um, that we can use to narrow down on finding their audience. You know, if you're a thriller author, you're going to be looking at hashtags like thriller, mystery, suspense and so on. Um, but if you're a romance author or erotica author, it's going to be a whole set of different hashtags. And, um, and so that's how you interact with your audience and the and the, the tools i'm using will do um three things they'll they'll do they'll follow people who tweet using those hashtags and um that so that's that's one thing that we'll do and then on top of that we'll either like the tweet or we can retweet it or do nothing else you know just just do a follow and um and it's interesting so the authors that have come in uh, about it's actually half half of them have gone more with a liking strategy and half of them have gone with a retweeting strategy and the the liking strategy is uh less visible you know when when someone likes one of your tweets pretty much only you the own the the author of the original tweet will notice it because twitter will tell you someone's liked your tweet but everyone else who's looking at your stream won't see that you've liked something or uh, that someone's liked your tweet, so it's kind of a more of a in the background passive thing to do, but it's but you can still be noticed doing that. Whereas when you retweet somebody, that that gets added to your tweet stream, everybody can see that you've retweeted, and more importantly, the author whose original tweet it was will see that you've retweeted. So it's a much more visible strategy. So my expectation was that retweeting would have a much more noticeable impact on follower growth than liking yeah because liking so so passive or uh, um whereas retweeting is so, so certainly certainly much more visible and the um when you group the two groups there's hardly anything in it <laughs> that's the, that's what i've discovered and i'm really surprised uh, it's a surprising finding so the the average for likes in the last month was 1344 followers uh, across that group of authors, whereas the people who are retweeted got 1,377, so only 33 more followers on average per month. Um, so that that's hardly any difference. So my conclusion from that um, is that actually it's the act of following somebody in the first place that's the most noticeable way for someone to say, "Oh, I'll follow you back." You know, Twitter does have this kind of unwritten convention that if you if someone follows you 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 ought to follow them back and there's no 
actual written down requirement for you to do that but it's just the way people behave on twitter so actually the liking or retweeting doesn't make any much doesn't seem to make much difference it feels to me that the act of following is the the biggest catalyst to attract new followers that said that doesn't mean you shouldn't do liking or retweeting um what I haven't done is com- is compared it to an account that does nothing but following. So I didn't. I haven't got any of those. So maybe there's maybe there's something in it. But uh, I think liking and retweeting still still draws attention to 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 you beyond the act of following um, that attracts followers back. So I still recommend doing one of those two things. Um, and uh, and people can uh, well you know when you get into it you can do that action like or retweet differently on different hashtags anyway so um we can be very very granular about how we do that but yeah so an interesting uh, interesting finding yeah i found it interesting because on facebook i don't know whether i think they still use this um parameter called edge rank and facebook uh, you know apparently um, r- um likes a share more than a, a like and it likes a comment more than a share because as you were explaining there um they indicate a different level of engagement and commitment to the person that you're that you're following or commenting on so um, it is interesting that it barely makes any difference on twitter i think when you compare it with facebook now do you use facebook uh, personally and how do you I, I i've actually found twitter brilliant as an author better than facebook i'm just wondering whether you've got any comparisons of your own with that i do use facebook and i i use it uh i mean i use it as a communication vehicle like everyone else and if i've got uh, a new post on my blog site i'll also connect to it on facebook and, and do all of that stuff um on top of that i do absolutely use facebook advertising um, so I am also someone who's t- uh, taken Mark Dawson's course, um, and I I have a constant ad ad campaign running in the background in the UK and the USA, driving traffic to my Amazon pages for one of my books, and so that's that's going on always in the background. It's generally profitable, um, and it works well. And so, but for me, that's about driving traffic to my books it's i don't use it for lead gen i have tried to make it work for lead gen i i failed on that um I, and that's why i think i've gravitated to twitter for that because i get i get greater results using twitter for lead gen than i do on facebook but that's just that's just me well i found facebook very good for lead gen in actual fact i've, I've really gone very well with the um you know the lead ads and actually the selling is the one that i haven't done very well with on just, facebook so really <laughs> the frustrations we have as authors. <laughs> uh, so, um, where, where are we now with this test? Because uh, I think it was going to be three months originally, but I think you're just going to knock it through Christmas, aren't you? Yeah. So where I've, where I've got to is it's been great, and I we we've learned I've learned a lot, not just on these kind of analysis and results, but obviously in the background, what I'm also doing is is building the the websites and the and the automated routines and everything else that I'm using to to power the service. You know, I, I, I learned through the beta that I can't use spreadsheets to collect data from most auth- from many authors because a lot of authors have never seen a spreadsheet before. So I'm now building online forms. Um, I'm also I've never built a website where I take payments before so I'm learning all about that obviously as an author all our payments are handled by Amazon and Kobo and and so on so I'm, I'm busy putting all of that together and it's taking a lot longer and I'm, well, I'm learning a lot which is great but it's taking a lot longer than I'd, I'd planned and so as a result I've delayed the launch of this till January which probably makes a lot more sense anyway I think I think people kind of We'll come back after Christmas and New Year full of resolutions. And so it's probably a good time to launch anyway. Um, but I, that will give me enough time to, to build out the rest of the 
um, the website and the onboarding processes so that they're as robust as possible because the last thing I want is lots and lots of emails back and forth with authors. I kind of want them to sign up, fill in a bunch of forms, give me the data I need, which will take them time because they'll have to think about this. They'll have to provide images at times and so on. And then I can then just onboard them, um, uh, put them in the right places, in the right tools and get everything up and running. And uh, I want to make that as robust and as industrialized as possible. So that's where that's where I'm focusing my time now. And uh, and I think that'll take me the next month or so, and then it should be ready. And then I'll be obviously moving into the the launch and marketing um, side of of how I launch this with a with a bit of pizzazz. Because there is work with this. When when we started setting this up, you kept sending me emails asking me to do stuff, yep. and uh, you know, and I was busy. So it, it does take a commitment from the author. Um, I, I do you think you might get bitten by the oh you'll just do everything for me kind of syndrome because it, it, I mean you've been clear with us that it doesn't involve that, but, but it did take a little bit of work on my part. Yeah, um, and so that's why I'm I'm being so putting so much time now into that onboarding process. Um, I'm going to make it very clear um, to people who choose to sign up for the service that. I'm not going to be creating the content. You know, I, I, what I'm going to do is automate the process using all of the techniques that I that I've written about in 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 the in the original book, Advanced Twitter Strategies for Authors. Um, that's what I'm going to be doing on behalf of of these of anyone who signs up for the service. But what I can't do is write the content of of your tweets. I can't choose the I can't create the images for your tweets. I can't choose the RSS feeds of websites that make sense to you as an author. For you to tweet from um, so i can't cannot 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 create the content and so I, there is absolutely got to be a a process whereby as each author signs up for the service they just fill in some online forms to give me all of that information so that i can then set it up on their behalf and um, and then it will run and then i need to think through also how people can get to change that over time and and that that's um it's not as easy as people think so um yeah so there is always going to be a, 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 a commitment from an author who signs up for this to provide me the information but mostly that's a one-off exercise so once we get through that um then uh, then it's kind of set and forget, and we're into that just watch it grow um, uh, approach. Unless, but then I want to think about things like how I can help authors with with promotions. You know, most authors at uh, multiple times during the year will either get a KDP select promotion, or they'll they'll you know win a book bub, and they want to also shout about it through Twitter. And I want to think about how I can help anyone who's a member of the service. Um, you know, really spread you know, use the service to spread more noise about those things as well. So I need to think about um, kind of regular updates to the to the content that they have. So haven't quite got it all sorted yet, but um, I will do by the time we launch. <laughs> well, it's been fascinating being part of the beta testing. Where can people, if they're listening to this and want to find out more, where can they go to, to register interest at this stage? Well, uh, as the people listening to your podcast are mostly authors, the place to go and join the waiting list um, and by joining the waking this doesn't commit you to anything it just it'll just make sure you're aware of it when it's all launched um, that's called uh, www.authorplatformsidekick.com um, and uh, that's the main website that, that, that powers the service there's not much information there at the moment it's pretty much do you want to join the waiting list and a little a page about me but over the next uh, four or five weeks I will be opening up the website more so that people can see more about what's really going on with this service um, and they can, you know, eventually I'll hopefully have the pricing up there and then I'll, uh, I'll take it out of, um, 
out of uh, stealth mode in January and um, start turning it on for real. Thanks for listening to this week's Author Platform Bootcamp. All the information you need can be found in the show notes. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed to make sure you never miss out on one of our future bootcamps.